right, all right. You guys have got so much excitement tonight. I'm actually hoarse from all that screaming. You can't do that. You guys are like used to that. I'm not. All right, so I'm going to continue right on because we are like way out of time. So I'm going to just continue along with the theme. I am going to talk tonight about change. How appropriate. All right, so we're going to actually talk about the horrors of change, though, and we're going to talk about five things, the reason why people don't change in their lives. Uh, the paralyzing five, fear, comfort, complacency, programming, and ego, which stops people a lot of times from change. So definitely found it appropriate to talk to you about change. Uh, we hear the word all the time, don't we? I mean, my goodness, that's all you hear about things is change. I mean, politicians, climate issues, uh, changing our ways of thinking. We don't hear a lot of quotes about change all the time. Um, there's a quote by John Baptist Alphonse Carr that says, the more things change, the more they remain the same. I don't know if you ever wondered where that come from. Uh, Nothing endures but change. A leopard doesn't change its spots very easily. How about change your thoughts and you'll change your world? Um, so there's a lot of different thoughts that we hear about change all the time. Like I said, we hear about it all the time on television, that we need to change things, we need to do things different. This world is very fast-paced. I mean, we realize there's constantly things changing. You know, years ago, I mean, like the fact that we like sent men to the moon and, and, you know, now we have like space shuttles and, you know, things are always changing at a fast pace. Uh, major things that have taken place in the last hundred years. Uh, statistics, just like Cass, I have a hard time with that word tonight, uh, tell us that every day in America, 108,000 of us move to a different home. 18,000 move to another state. 700 probably older people are moving to Florida every day. 40 Americans turn 100, 5,800 of them turn 65. 167 businesses go bankrupt every day, but 689 new ones start up. It's America. It's a great place, great place to live. 100 Americans become millionaires every day. 45,000 new automobiles and trucks are purchased, and 87,000 of them every day are smashed. Then we have 6,300 people every single day get divorced. So there's a lot of things changing at a very fast, rapid rate all the time. You know, if I asked you a question, what's one thing you would change about yourself? You guys would have a lot of different things you'd like to throw out there. We all have little things we like to change about ourselves. You know, it might be a personality issue, might be a physical feature. It might be something like that that all of us could have. Um, but we'd have different responses. And we talk about change all the time. But the problem is we don't really do a lot of it. You know, we do a whole lot of talking about it, don't really accomplish much. Um, a lot of people aren't really ready to put the time and the effort into change, and that's where the problem comes. Uh, a lot of people are very happy being where they're at. It's easier just to remain the same, isn't it, than to have to change. You know, because it takes real work to have to change something. You know, it doesn't happen easy. I said, that's why there's that saying, you know, a leopard doesn't change its spots very easy. It's because, I'm sure, how many girls out there have heard that phrase? It might be a phrase girls hear more than guys. Guys hear it? I don't know. You know, it's usually like girls, a lot of times we're talking to another girl, like, you know, yeah, he ain't going to change. <laughs> you know, a leopard doesn't change its spots that easy. You know, we like tell each other there's problems, you know, like stay away, it's not going to work. Um, so we see there's a lot of different things that we talk about with change, you know, and uh, Americans, you know, are probably some of the worst people sometimes with change. Uh, they struggle with issues in their lives all the time, 
and even though they change a lot of things about their life, you know, they move to a different place, they buy a new car and get a new friend and get a new boyfriend, husband, a lot of times what happens though, they've never really dealt with the personal issues, the problems, the struggles of what's really going on inside them. And they just take those same problems and they carry them into a new issue, new problem, new relationships, new homes. You know, just some people really love to just have a fresh start. So they're constantly moving. But unfortunately, they just bring the same exact baggage with them every time they go someplace. Um, a lot of people really struggle with change. I think the reason why they do is because change takes discipline. And I think, on the whole, we can be a very lazy society. I'm sure you guys have heard me quote this quote before, although I never really knew where it came from. It's Albert Einstein that actually says the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again but expecting different results. So we see that there's a lot of insane people out there, are there not? You know, a lot of people make a lot of dumb decisions on a daily basis. They do the same things over and over again, and then they expect it to be different. And it doesn't work that way. So, you know, we can be this insane bunch of people that say we're all about change. We really want to do things different. You know, we want to be different people. But unless you really deal with these five things, you're never going to move forward. You're never going to actually change. The five reasons why people don't make positive changes in their lives, number one is fear. There's a lot of people really afraid to make new choices in their life. Uh, they live in fear. They're afraid of the unknown. You know, they're afraid that someone's going to say something to them. Persecution, someone's going to stop them. Um, some people don't want to change because they're afraid they're going to be alienated from their family, their friends, the people that they care about in their lives. And uh, there's actually a saying that says the only person that likes change is a baby with a wet diaper. That's what it says. So, you know, and I, I think that most of us would realize change is a lot easier said than done. I mean, I know myself when it comes time to doing things different, you know, that you have that problem. I told you it's not too long ago I've been teaching about these grooves in our brains that are developed over time. You know, we continue to keep doing something. We make new grooves. They say with a habit, it takes 21 days of doing something consistently on an every day to develop a new habit, to create a new groove in our head and in our brain. A lot of times we're not really that disciplined or really ready to deal with the, the fear of change. You know, we just continue to keep going down that same road and we just deal with those same ruts instead. Um, you know, a lot of people hate to get up earlier than normal, don't they? I mean, how many of you guys really struggled when you went back to school? Even though you knew you had a change, man, it was hard, wasn't it? It's hard to get up. You get a new job and there's more responsibilities, it's hard to get that new job. And a lot of people, unfortunately, don't get that new job, don't go back to school, don't change their relationships that they have that are really not good because of the fact that they're fearful because they don't want to have to deal with it. It's easier to just keep being the same status quo person as you are instead of changing. Um, we really hate to do anything that would interrupt our normal schedules. You know, it's just easier just to be who we are. And, you know, we really, really fear change. I know a lot of people in my life that I have really struggled with change. I think you have to change to some degree. I think you have to move forward on, in some parts of your life. I think even just maturing is very important. I think you have to mature and grow as a human being. Otherwise, you're going to just, you know, you're going to be pretty pitiful. The other thing, because we have to move along, is comfort. There's a 
whole lot of people out there that are very comfortable with their life, and they don't want change. Sometimes even if it's positive change, they're struggling with that. Comfort can be sometimes uh, disguised as indifference, laziness, apathy. You know what apathy is? It's just really, I don't care. It don't matter, you know? It's just easier just to not care. And a lot of those times, those people who are really comfortable, they're the really hard ones to work with. Let me tell you. I can tell you. Uh, hard to work with people who are very comfortable. Um, they don't want to stay up late and help. They don't want to get up early. They don't want to do anything that's going to cause a little bit more work on their part. You know, we'll just let somebody else do it. And it's just comfortable to be me instead. Uh, a lot of times they don't have very many opinions. They just let other people make the decisions for them because it's comfortable where they're at. They don't need to. Uh, my opinion, and I think a lot of people who are very moderate um, in politics sometimes, it's one of those things. You know, it's just comfortable being where they're at, not having to choose a side, not having to get in on the battle. You know what, I just, well, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't really know. They're just comfortable. It's comfortable not to make an enemy. It's comfortable not to have to pick a side. And... Uh, they really have a hard time sometimes. Those people who are comfortable have a hard time understanding why some people are very passionate and have a real strong opinion about something because they don't do it. They don't care beyond their tiredness. They don't care beyond what's comfortable for them. It's just easy to be them, and that's it. Then you have complacency. Complacency is really close to being comfortable on the lines of comfort, but sadly what's really about bad about complacency is where someone might be comfortable and know the dangers complacent people don't understand that there is danger in their comfort um, there's trouble there's controversy and uh, the world itself we can see in scriptural sense is in a very complacent state a lot of times they don't understand that there is changes that need to be made obviously we speak to you all the time about jesus that we want you to accept jesus as your savior we want you to grow and mature in your faith and to become a strong Christian. The world is very complacent. They think that's not necessary. They don't understand that time will end. Jesus will come back. That means that there is an end to who they are. They will end up in hell. They don't understand that. They're very complacent. Um, you know, there's a saying, there's a bad moon on the rise. Unfortunately, they're not seeing it. They're not noticing that there's a lot of bad things happening. Uh, we realize when we read God's word that there's a lot of things that are going on right now with uh, the Bible talks about the end times. There'll be more and more earthquakes. There'll be more and more natural disasters. There's more wars. There's all this. There's a lot of this stuff going on. There's more earthquakes in this last year that there's been in for years. I mean, it's amazing if you look online and see how many earthquakes that have taken place. Um, but, you know, the thing is a lot of people will put, the, you know, bury their head in the sand, pretend it's not coming. They're complacent. They're comfortable. We don't want to think about end times. We just want to go on about our daily lives and just be comfortable and not think about what could happen. Then there's programming. A lot of people, whether it be your family, teachers, friends, um, bosses, a lot of people have been educated or coerced to believe in a certain belief system. You know, maybe a certain pattern of, of uh Truthfully, your generation that's raised with, I tell you all the time, you're heroes because you practice ecology. You know, you plant a tree, you drink tap water, and heroes. That's wonderful. I, I'm, a, I'm all for environment. I'm, 
probably recycle more than every, you know, anybody else. I love to recycle. I love to plant trees. I love nature. But I think that what's happened a lot of times is we have this idea that is the most important thing that you can do is plant a tree and save the environment when I'm telling you what's more important is save your soul. That's what's most important. Um, a lot of times a family will spend all of its time on really developing this very close, you know, shut off from the world idea that we're just going to exist to be together. And you know what? Unfortunately, that isn't going to last forever. You know, people pass away. Things change. You grow up. And at that point, you have to be ready to go off into society. You have to be able to make changes. A lot of times we think and our families are helping us, and sometimes it can be really a hurt because, you know, we make poor choices. Um, Some people... Um, belong to a political party, they don't even know why they belong to it. It's just because their family has done it forever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, Some people belong to churches. They don't even know what they believe in, but they've always been that. You know, I have people that have always been a certain denomination. They don't attend church. They don't go to church. They don't have any part of that church, but they're still that denomination because that's what they were, they think. That's their belief system. So they've been programmed into thinking that this is what they are, And it's just comfortable to be there instead of thinking through your faith, thinking through where are you headed with your life? What does this all mean? Who are you really? You know? Then we have the one thing I talked to you about last week, ego, pride. Um, Some people are just really beyond the fact that they need to change. (laughs) Some people you can't tell them anything. I talked to you last week. I said those are those people that are all the time when you listen to them talk, you notice, I, 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 me, me, myself. You know, it's always about them. It's an ego, it's a pride that, that fuels them in their life. And uh, those people, a lot of times, are too prideful to change. You know, they can't see that they're ever going to be wrong no matter what goes on. You could tell them. You could have 20 people walk to them and say, you're wrong, and they're still going to say, no, I'm right. I'm right. You know, they just are prideful. They don't believe they could ever possibly be wrong. You know, the epitome of the the old dog that can't learn a new trick. You know, they just can't see the forest of the trees. They don't understand that they have to change. It's important to be willing to change. It's important to look at yourselves in an honest light. And if people are telling you something about yourself, seriously, I'm not saying they're always right 100%, but listen listen to them and see could they possibly be right could they possibly have some sort of thing that they're telling me that maybe i do need to change you know a lot of times these people like i say you can't see them let them see a different perspective no matter what you try to do you know they're just not going to get it and they're going to say that you well you just don't understand or you're not as far along maybe in your faith as i am or you just don't understand the whole picture There's a whole lot of people that will throw out the education. Well, you just don't know all the details, so you don't understand what I'm coming from. You know, there's a lot of people who are very prideful, and you notice a lot of it is me-focused. So all these issues of why people won't accept change are the same reasons why people won't also accept the free gift of salvation that Jesus offers us. That's why we're here. We want you to understand what Jesus is all about. Obviously, he has this offer of he died on the cross for you is whether or not you'll accept it. These same five things will keep us from him. Out of comfort, we won't accept it. We're happy where we are. Where we are. 
complacent. We don't understand that there's a dangerous road up ahead. We don't understand. You know, fear. You know, we're too afraid to change. It's just easy just to be me, who I am. I don't want to change. I don't want to lose a friend. I don't want to lose anybody that's going to tell me that I'm stupid or I'm a holy roller or whatever. There's fear, and they don't want it. And like I said, then there's a lot of this faulty programming that's taken place in their minds, and they think that they can't possibly accept a different way of thinking because I was brought up different. I was brought up different. I never was brought up in a church. I never had any idea. I never understood what Jesus was about. never had a clue until someone started to explain something to me. I thought, man, I didn't realize I didn't realize that if I didn't understand what salvation is, that I could end up in hell. I had no idea, no clue. And then, like I said, pride, whether or not you want to accept it. If someone's sitting there telling you these things, if the Bible, God's word is telling you these things, if we know Jesus died for us, we won't accept it out of ego, pride. I want you to understand there's many people in hell right now that were prideful and filled with ego. So... A lot of these things, like I say, they don't want it because it means change. And the problem with change is it has to be something that's intentional. It can't be something you think is going to happen on its own because it doesn't work. Anybody that's been ever serving Jesus at all with any type of, you know, gusto understands that it takes work. It's not going to happen on its own. It doesn't happen through osmosis. You don't hang out with people and all of a sudden become a strong Christian. You have to work at it. It's discipline. It's determination. That's what it's going to take. Um, it's not going to take a degree. It's not going to take money. It doesn't take beauty. It doesn't take to be a person who has arrived. The, the gift is free for every single person. Whoever wants it, it's yours. Matthew 18.3 says, uh, Jesus actually says, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. See, the thing is, you don't have to have arrived to be saved. He says, just accept like a child. It's very simple. Um, change required by Jesus was always to be more humble. Be more dependent on him. Lose your pride, your ego. Uh, be weak in your own strengths and willingly allow Jesus to mold us. That's what it's all about. He expects us to change. The one thing that he says is by turning away from everything that is ungodly, that's not good for you, and then turn to God and try to be more holy and righteous, more blameless in your, in your walk, in, in your life on a daily basis. Uh, Donald Stamps, who wrote the Full Life Study Bible, he actually says that conversion is not done by a single act of sorrow or penitence, but instead it's an all-embracing attitude on life. I tell you all the time, it isn't just that you said those words and then, you know, you did this five, six years ago, and that made you a Christian, it's every single day when you get up and you make that choice. Am I today going to serve Jesus? Am I today going to follow him and do it with passion? That's what it is. Yes, you can accept Jesus as your Savior, but if you're not working on your faith, it's not going to work. You have to work at who you are. You have to work to change. Um, it's necessary because, because nat by nature, we follow a life that leads away from God and towards eternal life eternal death our natural path is to go away from god it's not to go to god see this is where religions will will differ because religions will tell you a lot of different religions say that you're ultimately a very good person and that you're going to be fine well god's word tells us no we're we're bent towards sin we are going to go away from god we have to turn towards him to make the right path 
Uh, conversion, true real change, is a human response to God's free gift of salvation through faith. Just simple faith, like a child. Because of our new relationship with God, what happens to us when we accept Jesus as our Savior is it is going to involve change. It has to involve change. It has to be change in our relationships, change in our habits, change in commitments, change in pleasures. Your whole entire worldview of how you live your life has to change. You can't be partially one or the other. It's a miserable place to be anyway. I've told people that for years. The last six years of doing this youth ministry, I've told you there's nothing more miserable and rotten to be hanging out with Christians and you're not quite there and then hanging out with the world and you're not quite there. You're just in the middle and you don't know where to go. And it is a miserable place to be. It's horrible. You're just moderately miserable all the time. So we're supposed to change. We are always supposed to continually grow closer to God. But the thing that's really awesome about change is that God himself never changes. He never changes. We are continually supposed to. He doesn't. He doesn't need to. Uh, his word tells us in James 1.17, it says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Who Jesus was years ago is who he is today and who he'll be in 10, 15, 20 years if he doesn't come back before then. Our God is a faithful, just God that's always the same. We can trust he's not going to change his mind. He's not going to make a different rule all of a sudden and the part of the, we're going along and all of a sudden he makes this new rule. It's, it's there in the God's word. It's all spelled out. So there's no real surprises here. Just start being faithful and turn towards him. Um, we can't afford to stay in the same place, even if it's comfortable. Man, even if it's a safe place and you think it's going to be good, it's only going to be safe for a very short time. Life is going to throw some tough curveballs at you. And you know what? You better be on the right path or you're not going to make it. I tell you that all the time. You have to be serving Jesus with passion. If you don't do it with passion, you're not going to survive for long. So you have to start to work on changing. If you don't get it, if you want to talk to somebody, talk to somebody here that's in, in our leadership. Next week, we are going to spend a uh, quick second talking. I'm going to have some of the people who are our leaders and some of the people who are helping us maybe give you an opportunity to maybe like have them come up and you can meet some of them. But you know, these people are here to help you. These people are here to show you that you can change. All of us come from different backgrounds. <laughs> We're not all have been raised in a perfect church home and things are great. And even if you were raised in a church home, it doesn't make everything great. We all have problems. But we all have to work on changing and growing closer to God because we will continually fall away if we don't work on our faith, you know? If you're, if you're, on a, 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 you're running a race, if you're not moving forward, if you're not actually expending some energy to go forward, you're just going to stand in one place. It's the same thing with our faith. If we're not expending energy, if we're not working towards something, you're not going to move forward, and you're not going to grow. So I want to pray for you. Thank you so much for um, supporting Change Wars. I'm kind of sad to see it go. I don't know how about you guys, but I'm sad. Um, but let me pray for you. Also, just understand, too, that if you guys have never accepted Jesus as your Savior, it's not hard. All you have to do is really just say, uh, admit that you are a sinner. Admit that you uh, need help. Repent. 
That means turn away from sin, turn towards God, and uh, believe in Jesus Christ. I'm here to pray with anybody that needs prayer all the time. So um, come see me if you need to talk to me, okay? Let me pray for you. Lord, I just pray that you just be with each person here, Lord, and their families that are represented, Lord. I just pray that you would just guide them, keep them safe, Lord. I pray, Father, that you would just nudge us, Lord. Bump us around, straighten us out, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be willing to change and help us, Lord, to uh, be willing to put in some hard work and effort into our faith. And God, I just pray that you would just go home with each person here. Keep everyone safe, Lord. Protect their families, Lord. And uh, bless the rest of the night we have here. And uh, Lord, we just pray that you just let us... uh, Come back next week having grown closer to you. And, uh, Lord, that we'd have a great week next week also. Lord, we thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen.